Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Talk Show You. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Talk Show You. My name is Josh Connett. I am Jacob Stratton. And today is a very good day for college football, everybody. Now, the FCS has kicked off in a very exciting game, which we'll go into later. We're going to go into some recruiting because some big stuff's been happening in the rankings. Um, a couple of marches, which some teams have been doing. And all of that jazz. Now, before we get started, also, I want to point out that we did just get over the hump of 300 downloads. So we do want to thank you guys for that and continuing your support for us. Um, With that being said, Jacob, what is happening in the recruiting world today? Um, Big big news is that uh, Ohio State has had the number one recruiting class for 2021 for a very long time, and they were in the lead by a ton. By a lot. But Alabama's caught up, uh, and with them catching up, obviously they were a couple points behind, uh, but they picked up um, a recruit a couple weeks ago, a four-star dual threat uh, QB Jalen Milrow, who flipped from Texas. That put them two points behind Ohio State. Uh, They ended up getting another recruit, uh, which m- helped them jump Ohio State. Now, after jumping them, Ohio State picked up a commitment from Tyleek Williams. Uh, so that's that's who Ohio State picked up to get past uh, Alabama again. Sorry, they're just, just kind of confusing. They're, they're kind of going back and forth exactly. with the first place because they're so close in the rankings, I feel like now. Which is surprising to me because how far back was Alabama like? Oh, it was I mean, probably a month ago. A month ago, they were like 50th, almost. 50th, yeah. So Somewhere around there, obviously. They picked up a lot of recruits. That's huge. Yeah. To jump up that many spots and then... Just take over? Yeah, that's what I was going to say, is that Ohio State has been dominating so far, at least, this class. They've been in the lead for, I would almost say the entire, not recruiting season, but almost the entire spot. So for them to catch up and then keep going back and forth with them, that's huge. And honestly, I feel like Ohio State was getting a lot of decommitments. So obviously that helped Alabama. Um, but anyway, uh, another big, some big news. Uh, five-star running back Kamar Wheaton is down to three schools, uh, three huge schools. Uh, you've got Alabama, Oklahoma, and LSU. So obviously a five-star running back for any of these teams would be nice. Um 
if you don't know already, Kennedy Brooks opted out of the season for OU. So obviously this quarter or this uh, running back, uh, I think that he's 2021. So he'll be coming back when uh, Kennedy Brooks is back. And we have a lot of depth, honestly, right now, at least young depth at running back. So that might hurt us in getting this five-star, but obviously the five-star, we're probably going to push for him. Um, and then obviously you got Alabama and LSU going after him. So it's, you know, it's kind of up in the air, but just to be in the top three is cool. Also, another recruit that LSU picked up recently was four-star cornerback uh, Nathaniel Wiggins. He's a top 70 player in the class of 2021, and he chose them over Florida, Oregon, and USC. So that's a pretty get, pretty big get for an SEC team that's uh, low-key maybe trailing behind Alabama this recruiting season. Yeah, I mean, they everybody you know kind of put LSU out the window or whatever after them losing all their players, but they're still recruiting really well, so um that's good for them uh and then another big uh big i guess kind of big thing it's it's a 2023 quarterback uh arch manning love him who we obviously know you know is i want to say um he's a grandson of former Ole miss uh and nfl quarterback archie manning the nephew of future hall of famers peyton and eli manning so he's actually the son of many don't know, but there is another Manning brother. His name's Cooper Manning. Yeah. He played in college. I th- believe he got hurt right before the draft or went to the draft and then had a career-ending injury. Something of that sorts, though, to where he didn't have a career at all. And he was the third brother that could have done something. Yeah. But supposedly, and I've heard this multiple times, Arch Manning has proven to be better than Eli and Peyton. Supposedly. Which I would love to see. That would be crazy. I mean, Peyton Manning is arguably the greatest of all time, which people don't really mention him, but he's up there. Um, Eli's been a solid quarterback, whether people like to admit it or not, with two Super Bowl wins. I mean, he's a solid quarterback, okay? Whether people like to see it or not, and obviously that's coming from a Giants fan, so you can say that's biased. But I don't think it is. That's just a hot topic, though. But I would say for him, if he's better... I feel like that is means oh, so much. School. That means so much to Cooper, though. That third oh, brother sure. that didn't get to continue his career. I bet Arch is just yeah. fighting to show his dad that he was could have been great. I guess you could say. For sure. Now we did, I didn't mention the offers that he got. Um, he got he has nine offers right now from Georgia, Duke, Ole Miss, Boston College, Texas, LSU, Alabama, North Carolina, and Tennessee. Obviously, Tennessee and Ole Miss. Um, Eli Manning went to Ole Miss. Peyton Manning went to Tennessee. So those are probably from front and then runners. And granddad went to Ole Miss too. So. Yeah, his also his granddad went to Ole Miss. So those are probably the front runners. Um, but you know, you never know what happens. It obviously depends on the recruits that those teams have, how hard they push for them. Because maybe Ole Miss and Tennessee think that they have them in the bag. Maybe they think that yeah. and they don't push. I, as I'm hard. sure they do. To be honest with you, I'm sure yeah. they think. Especially, I feel like Ole Miss just because they had the grandfather and one of the brothers. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. But I mean. He could go to any school. He's. I would assume that he's going to go to a school where he thinks he, Do it. he best fits. Yeah. You it's like... I mean? uh, don't don't go and follow your father's footsteps. Because at this point, to be honest with you, with that following and the people above you that continued and went to those colleges, that's hard to follow. Yeah. It's like, Deion, I mean? it's like Deion Sanders' son. Yep. He's going to FAU. Yeah. Obviously, that's not where Deion Sanders went. Yeah. And so, you know, it's just what his son thinks is best for him. So, you know, it's just one of those situations. If, we'll just see what happens. And that's why I feel like with sons, too, is that I like it better when they decide it. 
Yeah. And if they decide, hey, I want to continue in my father's footsteps, go for it. Like, that's what you want to do, do it. Also, I'm pretty but sure... also, the... don't feel pressured into something that you don't want. Yeah. And he's also the number one class, QB in the class of 2023. Uh, ranked fifth nationally. Obviously, we have time to... That has time to go up. We're down. So, we'll just see. Um, I think that's pretty much it for recruiting. Um... Some big stuff mainly in recruiting would just be the whole flip-flop of Alabama and Ohio State, I would say, and obviously those recruits that we named. So the recruiting obviously will continue, but the season is coming up very quickly on us in the next couple of weeks. So I'm really not sure. I don't know how close recruiting gets to the season when they shut it off, if they shut it off. I really don't know. We're mentioning 2023 recruiting, so it's like, exactly. eh, we'll see. But I don't really see recruiting commits happening during the season that often not as often just because then they're focused on the season not on recruiting yeah you know yeah but you're still probably going to see some recruits during the season anyways there has been um some social justice marches you could say i guess would be the right term um between a couple of teams and that was the university of oklahoma and kansas and ole miss and ole miss those three schools uh, marched with their coaches and the players around their college campuses to show their togetherness, their unity, which I personally like a lot because I feel like it shows not only the connection between the coaches and the players and how close that bond is at that school, but also shows that they're ready for whatever is coming. You know what I mean? Like yeah. th- They're together. They're a team. I feel like that really shows your team effort. Now, yeah, I feel like it, it definitely shows that, you know, you have your teammates' backs. Just because, let's be honest, um, some of those players may not agree with everything that's going on or may not agree with what their other, like, what their teammates are saying, but obviously they're going to back them up. So, I don't know. It's obviously something that can get political, so. Well, that's why I feel like, I feel like at that point, though, my thought on it is that they're not thinking politically anymore. Yeah. They're just saying, hey, my teammate believes in this. I'm going to help him and make him do feel, what he wants, yeah. do what he wants to feel comfortable. Exactly. You know? Which I like a lot because it's at this point and everything that's going on, everything crazy is going on. Everybody knows it. We just need to lean on each other and help each other out at this point. You know what I mean? Cause it's, it's getting way too far. It really is. Um, so next we're going to go into uh, the first college football game. Of the season happened today. We're recording this on a Saturday. Um, it's coming out on Sunday. But uh, we did wait until the game was over as well. That kind of yeah. wasn't planned, but it happened anyway. So uh, they they did score on the first play from scrimmage too. Yeah. So basically, the the game was between Austin P and Central Arkansas. Arkansas. Right? Yeah. I wasn't sure it was Missouri. Central <laughs> Arkansas. Um, and so obviously. Uh, I think Austin P. Austin P. scored on the first play from Correct. scrimmage. First play from scrimmage, they scored on. I'm sure play. you guys do not recognize that name at all. Uh, uh, no. Austin P. I've and that's because I mean, you can explain teams. it. FCS. Yeah. That's just. Uh, I guess you could say it's a conference below. It's a de- the single A FBS because I know it's single A and FCS is double A. I know that much, but I don't know what you would call it. Is it a conference? Is it a division? Is it? Uh, I couldn't tell you, to be honest with you. <laughs> but basically, honestly, I was thinking about this. 
This is probably this game alone probably had the most views in an FCS game. Probably, at least in a while, dude. At maybe least a long time. maybe not their championships yeah. or anything like that. Regular Those season probably get game. more. Yeah. But for a regular season game because everybody's been holding off on waiting on watching Football. sports and just wanting to yeah. I mean, it was on ESPN, so obviously <laughs> it was nationally televised. By the way, ESPN got new graphics, which look really good. Look honestly, really, really good. good. Um, so anyway, yeah. Uh, let's get into the game. So Austin P against Central Arkansas. Central Arkansas was favored to win this game by a couple of points. wasn't big, uh, and we didn't watch a lot of it, but we did kind of see the last half of it. Uh, I know with a minute and forty seconds left, Austin P scored to take the lead. With a minute and 40 seconds left. so Which would be at that point to... That wouldn't be to tie it 17-17 maybe? Uh, Let me look now one sec. No. I think that 13, it was 16. 13. 13? What is the score? They, well, they ended up going for two-point conversion at the end. I know that. Central they, Arkansas and they got did. It. Central Arkansas got a two-point conversion at the end. Okay, so they were up 13-16. Yeah. They had 16 before that touchdown. Yes. But, hold on, hold on. Because so, they scored 11 in the fourth quarter. Austin P though. Yeah. Okay, let me look at this box. Oh, I see. So when Central Arkansas scored... No. Austin P scored <laughs> in the fourth quarter to take the lead, which gave them 13... Okay, hold what? on. What? Okay, no, 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 hold on. Let's just think about this for a second. So basically, at, at half, Austin P was up 10 to 6. Correct. Uh, in the third quarter, Central Arkansas... Central Arkansas scored a touchdown. Yep. So at that point, 34 yard run. Not that it matters, but that is 10 to 13. So it's 10 to 13 after the third quarter. Central Arkansas. Central Arkansas. Arkansas. Correct. Um, so after being 10 to 13, I'm assuming Central Arkansas scored a field goal. Yep, they scored a field goal with 7:44 left in the fourth. So then that put them at 16. Austin P in the fourth quarter scored the scored that touchdown to bring them up. 17 to 16 with a minute 40 left. 17 16, a minute 40, and then Central Arkansas gets the ball back. And what do they do, Jacob? They scored a touchdown with like 34 seconds left. 34 seconds left. Central Arkansas scores to take the lead 24 to 17. They went for two in conversion. Right? Made yeah. it 24 17. They went for two and to be up by seven points, right? Yeah. And that's not even the most exciting part, guys. You would think, oh, game's over. Austin P just kneels it, whatever. 34 right? seconds left. Yeah. No. Austin P. I don't know exactly what they did on the final drive. I can probably go. I know it started off with a defensive delay of game. That's how that's how that drive started off. Yes, on a Central Arkansas had a penalty for delay of game to five yards. Brought the Austin P to the thirty. Had a big pass to Eugene Minter for twenty-five yards. They got all the way down to the Central Arkansas twenty-seven yard line, and this was with three seconds left. They called a timeout. Yeah. Right. They ran out of bounds. Ran out of bounds at three seconds left. Then they're at the 27. You have no timeouts left. This is the last play. Three seconds left to tie the game. And he threw an interception. He threw Well, okay, he was getting rushed really, really hard at the end. Obviously, there was a Hail Mary. It was going to go. Well, Hail Mary. He was going to go to the end zone. It was going to go to the end zone, obviously. He was getting rushed. So, you know. Uh, I was a little disappointed, though. But he threw it to like the Chunk five the yard up. line. He threw it to like the five yard line. It was a botched throw. Throw the ball up Intercepted, as far as you can. obviously. Maybe it was as far as you could. So basically, no Central Arkansas uh, gets the win in the first game of the season. 24-17. 24-17. Exciting stuff, though. An exciting FCS game. They really was. To for start the season off. For, for us to be opening winning. game, yeah. that's pretty exciting. To score with 30 seconds left, and then the team that gets the ball after that yeah. runs down the field, that's pretty big. 
big game. Or, well, big game, we say. Anyway. And then Central Arkansas is in the next game as well. The very next the game. The very next season. game against UAB, which is uh, Alabama at Berkeley. But that's kind of crazy. That they have two games back-to-back. Back. Yeah. Not back-to-back. Back. It's not back-to-back back in days, but it's in this coming Thursday. In the same week. Literally within five the days. same week. They're playing again. Um, against, yeah, UAB. So that'll be the first. I'm pretty sure UAB is FBS. Um, I might be completely wrong. Uh, I might, let me make sure of that. I'm going to look at it now. Yeah. Because apparently we just don't UAB? know. UAB? Nah, they're still FCS. Yeah, they're FCS. Okay. My fault. Conference USA. So. They're with Marshall. Yeah. Marshall and Louisiana Tech. They're they're <laughs> in that conference that Clemson plays. They're. <laughs> Clemson plays. Wait, wait. I want to go real quick. So um, the season. We, we're, we're just going to move on to the season starting. Okay. Let's go look at the FBS schedule. Okay, Jacob. Top 25 is what I'm going to go look at. Do you know who Clemson plays the first week? I mean... <laughs> Wake Forest. Yeah. Okay. Oklahoma plays Missouri State. Notre Dame plays Duke. Let's be honest, the first game of the Texas season is plays UTEP. Be... It's usually the down games where you just... Yeah. It's, a it's an out-of-conference. It's a warm-up game. You want to get your team warmed up, exactly. Second week, Jacob. I'm sorry. I'm roasting Clemson this episode. Second week, you know who they play? The Citadel. The Citadel. Citadel also... Who did they almost beat? <laughs> they almost beat somebody. Was it Clemson? It's not Clemson. I don't think that... I feel like they almost beat... Who did they almost beat? Oh, they almost beat Alabama. I remember they were up on Alabama like halftime. That was last or, year or the it year wasn't even. It was like the year before, I think. They weren't, they weren't up. I think they was like tied at halftime. We could uh, talk about some of the rankings too if we wanted for this upcoming... I mean, since the season's coming in less than two weeks... I actually do kind of want to talk about it because, obviously, so we're just going to kind of point out the top ten real quick. So you got Clemson at one, Ohio State at two, Alabama three, Georgia four, Ohio or Oklahoma, sorry, Oklahoma five, LSU six, Penn State seven, Florida eight, Oregon nine, and Notre Dame ten. But obviously, there are two teams in this top ten that won't be playing. That's <laughs> Ohio State and Oregon. Yeah, Ohio State and Oregon will not be playing this season at all. Okay. Now, another thing I want to point out is a lot of people don't really notice this. Okay. But I always look at this when rankings come out and that's the parentheses next to the teams. You know what that means, right? Uh, first place, first place votes. Okay. Now Clemson at 38, Ohio state at 21, which we just said was not playing. Mm -hmm. Alabama has two LSU got a first place vote. I mean, it's, I know the person that votes for that. I feel like the person that voted for LSU is the type of person to say, hey, they just won the national championship undefeated. They A pity point. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say a pity point. It's just like, in their heads, the national champion that just went undefeated and destroyed every team that they played should probably be number one to start the season out. But you shouldn't base it off of the season before. Is no, because so many people leave, so many people come in, transfer, like, whatever it is. Yeah. Your team is not going to be the same. Yeah. And especially LSU's team. So anyway, um, so let's go and take Ohio State. And Oregon out of that. So that moves everybody obviously up at least one besides Clemson. Because Clemson's already one. Can't so move up if you're top one. Top four. Clemson, Alabama, Georgia, OU. Uh, and then you got LSU at five. Penn State at six. Florida seven. Notre Dame nine. And then Auburn would jump to the end of the tenth spot. Notre Dame would be eight. Oh, I'm sorry. Auburn would be nine. Yeah. Wisconsin Dame, would be yeah. ten. I'm sorry. Wisconsin no, would be ten. So... 
I mean, you know, you know what I like to see, Just take those teams out. I mean, but we'll see. After that first game, do they just get taken out of the top 25? Because they don't play a game. They shouldn't be in right now, Jacob. I mean, they shouldn't be, but I'm just saying, like, I mean, I feel like they're leaving them there just in case they decide to have a season, <laughs> In case they change late, their but, mind. But I think they're pushing for a November start date, which would set, make no it's a, sense. It's a month later. Like, might as well just start the season now. I'm sorry. Your season isn't going to be a season. Yeah. Now, one of the rankings... Sorry about the bark in the background, if you guys hear that. That's our roommate's dog, Kaysen. You guys know Kaysen <laughs> from previous episodes. His name's Sarge. Anyways, another ranking that surprises me is at number 18, Jacob. North Carolina. Okay, now, I feel like they have a lot of hype behind them because of Mac Brown and their recruiting that they've had. I'm okay, okay with them being in... I, I, personally, I no, I like it. I just didn't expect it to be honest with you i mean because i didn't think that the polling or the committee whoever makes these i think it's a committee probably now but uh i don't i didn't think the committee would appreciate north carolina like they should be you know what i mean mean, but think about it they're like the first team out of the okay so out of the top 17 teams those are all solid teams and then so north carolina is like that first like eh team minnesota is also minnesota is at 19 i might even say texas a&m is an eh team but no, I think Texas A- Texas A&M is good. Texas A&M, they, I think they low-key get overhyped every year. But that's just because they're the SEC. I feel like they're a solid team. I just think, I mean, I don't know how they're going to do, but... And then Tennessee rounds out the top 25. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> I mean, Tennessee... Yeah. Tennessee always gets a bad rap for losing Alabama, like, they 50 lose a lot. seasons in a row They lose a lot to everybody. They, they won a lot. There. They, they had. A, they, they won. A, I think they. I think they won their last five games of the season last year. Hey, good Something for like that. So, another team that I saw that I always like to bring up just because I see their name is that Cincinnati. I yeah. just want them to come to the Big Twelve already. They're in the top twenty. I really do. Twenty. Every time I see them, UCS probably going to go undefeated again. Not going to get recognized. Call themselves national champions. Yeah, that's another thing. Is well, think about this. We got. We have no Pac-12. We have no Big Ten. They have the playoffs. You can put UCF in there if they're undefeated, obviously. They still got to go through uh, if you Memphis. Have no Pac-12, no through Memphis. All you got to do is beat Memphis. Just beat Memphis. And if you're a national champion, they beat two Memphis. Years ago, I think I think they beat Memphis. Be Memphis. I think they beat Memphis 13 years in a row. That's what they're at right now. So <laughs> that's quite a hot streak. So yeah, Utah is obviously not playing. Iowa State's at 23. I mean, it's we're just. We're just going to see what happens. See what happens. Now, like we said, the season's coming up. All of the games, they're all to be decided on their times right now. Yeah. But the first FBS games will be on Saturday, September 12th. Um, so that's in a little less than two weeks, actually. Um, and I think there's there's seven games of top 25 teams. So it should be an exciting weekend when college football does come back. It's an exciting weekend. They're still all playing trash teams. They're still no playing. Offense. I mean... What teams are... Yeah, what, are there well, any big games? Are there any big games? Okay, so I'm going to say all the games real quick. You let me know who's going to lose. Okay. Oklahoma, Missouri State, Oklahoma. Clemson, Wake Forest, Clemson. Notre Dame, Duke, Notre Dame. Texas, UTEP, Texas. Oklahoma State, Tulsa. Tulsa might give a run, yeah. but not with Chuba. I'm sorry. Oklahoma State. North Carolina, Syracuse. If Syracuse wins that game, North Carolina loses all of their hype. I mean, yeah. But Did your Siri go yeah, off too when I, I said know. Syracuse? Yeah, my bad. Um, and then Iowa State, Louisiana. That's the only game that maybe I can see Louisiana pulling <laughs> out. Okay, Iowa State's only 11.5 point favorites. It's kind of fun. Um, no, I don't see any of those teams losing. The biggest all. point favorite, which for some reason Oklahoma's game doesn't say it, but say Texas, it. Texas is 42 point favorite over UTEP. Yeah. 
Which is kind of crazy to me, because I would assume that Clemson would have the highest over Wake Forest, but hey. I'm trying to find like, the first big game. Now, this is a big game. Uh, week 4, Oklahoma plays Kansas State. That's the first, the opening weekend, or o- Big 12 opening weekend. Uh, Oklahoma lost to Kansas State last year. That was at Kansas State. This one, this year should be at OU. And a lot of these, um, a lot of these Week 4 games would be the conference beginning, is yeah. what I'm noticing. Because Alabama's going to play Mizzou, Georgia's going to play Arkansas. There's going to be some big games in week four. Florida Ole Miss. Oklahoma State, West Virginia, Texas, Texas Tech. There's some really big games. Even yeah. Iowa State, TCU might be a good game. But we'll get in on all of that once the season begins in less than two weeks. We got, oh, okay, real quick, I'm sorry. Week five is going to be big. Uh, Alabama plays Texas A&M. Alabama's three, Texas A&M 13, and then Auburn plays Georgia, four and 11. Four against 11. That's huge. That's a big week. Week five. That's huge. Anyway, we'll get into it when it comes up. Less than two weeks. We're very excited to continue these college football episodes into the season. We'll give you guys the predictions for the week because it'll be coming out the day after and obviously the recap of the games that just happened the day before on Saturday. We want to thank you guys for following us on all of our social medias on Instagram and Facebook at TalkShowU, on Twitter at TheTalkShowU. You guys can still leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Let us know how we're doing. Um, That's about it. Thank you guys for listening to TalkShowU. See you next half. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.